On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we take a deep dive into the Eagles-Bears game, talk about the depressing news of Deshaun Jackson, take a look around week 10, talk about your Philadelphia 76ers, and what we're doing on the bye week. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Great to be back with you, Paul. The birds are five and four heading just into like the bye I, week. Just like I predicted. Just like you predicted when we were three and four, and uh, I didn't have much hope at all. But it's good to be back here. I'm glad you were right. I'm very glad you were right. Thank you. And, thank uh, you. Yeah. Taking a little bo- a round of applause right now. Five and four, but uh, it doesn't feel like it. Oh, no, it definitely it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it, especially even just coming back from what? That awful Dallas loss to win two, win these two games against good defenses. Um, top, like, they're top ten defenses. Yeah, top ten defenses, but you would think just by Twitter or sports radio that um, that that wasn't the case. But we have won two straight heading into the bye, um, which is a good thing. But I think the biggest thing right now with the Birds is the Deshaun the Deshaun news, um, we, we saw Deshaun, the very first play of the game, make an impact on the game like he does, caused the pass interference, only played a couple plays after that and was done for the day, most likely done for the season, and like while I was before that even broke officially yesterday with the surgery, um, I was writing up notes for the show, and one of my main points was with him, I think we can make a serious run, and without him, I don't know how far we can go. Uh, just because our our offense has been so stagnant, so stagnant. Um, ever since he's been gone. Yeah, and no. We got that that tease of the the Redskins game. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. It just it's it stinks that we never got to really fully see him and Carson work together and see what this offense could have been. Because I'm. We can keep saying it, but it changes everything. Yeah, and I, I mean, it really, really, and I, I'll take you one above stinks. It sucks. Like it, it literally sucks because you have me after week one tweeting out, oh, so this is what Carson looks like if his deep threat isn't Bryce Treggs, isn't Mike Wallace, isn't Torrey Smith, it, like he and, isn't throwing yeah. to Josh Perkins. Oh, it's not Jordan Matthews. It's freaking Deshaun Jackson, a legit All-Pro wide receiver. And then we get that taken away literally the next week within the first seconds of the game. And like you said, like I, I, I'm right there with you. I was assuming since he didn't get the surgery, since he was working for it, that the second half he'd be fine. Yeah. That's literally what I was like, okay, we don't have him we'll, this first half. We'll get through you it. You get all the hope. You're like, oh, like all right, if they're playing him a week before a bye, like, they have to feel pretty yeah. confident you would think he's okay to yeah. play. And a game that... Obviously, as you saw, we didn't necessarily need him to win the game. Exactly. So, all that. I, we both up. dusted off our Deshaun Jackson jerseys to wear yeah. for the game. I was. I've been waiting to bust that one out all year long. I didn't <laughs> yeah. wear it week one because like I had to stick with my Carson. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I had to pull it out yesterday and only really got to to see him play for a series, not even. But that that's the thing, like the how they handled this. Like I I don't know all the details, obviously, but. I think it's the blame's got to be on the medical staff. They've had issues before. I mean, the miss. I mean, I don't know if the the Carson thing last year that was weird. Yeah. With the whole back injury. I mean, it's everything with our Philadelphia uh, teams. I know bro. that's what I was gonna say. Like, it's are just the like, Sixers taking over. Is their medical staff? Do they move over to well, the Novacare? It doesn't. It doesn't even really make sense because Philadelphia is a hub for good medicine. Yeah. We Deshaun, like the person who's number one in a, abdominal injuries. Is in Philadelphia, and that's where Deshaun went. So it's like it doesn't really make sense in that sense. Um, I know that Deshaun didn't want surgery, so like that's that's the one thing. It's like okay, if you don't want surgery, you can't force someone to get surgery. Like you think like after hearing everyone get surgery, like in the NFL, you're getting so many surgeries. I was actually talking to a Packers fan well, today. I a rumor actually he never gotten a surgery before. Too, well, yeah. So he was he was probably trying to keep it that way. Yeah. Which, obviously, I, I can't blame him for, but I think that's part of it. I was talking to some Packers fan today about the quarterback before Brett Favre. He said his name. I'm like, bro, I never even heard of that guy. And he's like, yeah. D- well, d- who? 
the guy before, before Brett Favre. I can't think of his name right now because I, I never even heard of him before. But he was saying he was so good, but he his ankles kept on getting messed up. He got like five different ankle surgeries. He's 51 years old and can't even walk right now. So it's just like, obviously, like we think of, okay, you're hurt. Go get a surgery. You'll be back. You have great, you know, great medicine, great resources. But it's not just that easy. Don Majowski? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he's like, Don, he's like, oh, he's so good. He's from Wisconsin. So, I mean, obviously, like, I'm going to say that um, Coy Detmer was a god. And A.J. Feely was the best quarter backup to the backup quarterback I've ever seen in my life. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was just, it's we think, looking at football, oh, like, oh, yeah, they'll get surgery, they'll be fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in all actual, actuality, I mean, you're not really trying to get surgery if you don't absolutely have to get it in most parts of life. But the thing with him is, like, he has all this money. Like, he's got guaranteed money coming his way. I don't know. It would you would think it would make more sense for him to get the surgery, especially if it was like, all right, you're gonna be back this time period. And well, you're thinking that you're thinking at it as like ones and twos, like just numbers. Like, okay, you get it, you get it. But like uh, a a physical like person, uh, personal emotions. Yeah. No, I don't want to get Definitely. cut up, bro. No, nobody wants to, but but does, if you want to go out there and perform and be able to play, then I mean. You exactly. You just said it. Either. He's got all this money coming to him. So does I got all this money coming to me? I'm not gonna go get it. I'm like that. That's kind of a a selfish move. But if you think about yeah, Deshaun, I don't think that's Deshaun though. He wants to what? play. He wants he, to play. I mean, he's getting it now. Like he's getting it now. Yeah. If that wasn't. I case. mean, we put him on IR. Yeah. So like, I don't really know how it comes to affect with uh, playoffs. But I mean, it's just. I don't think when I think of Deshaun, I think of a me guy, and that's why when Chip cut him originally, I was like, I mean, he is getting rid of the me guys, like whatever it is, what it is, but like that—that's who Deshaun is. Like he—he he wants to get his stats up, he wants to get his money, he cares about himself, himself is number one. Like he talks about himself in the third person. So anyone that does that, I'm like, all right, this guy, you know, holds himself at high regard. You're talking about yourself in third person. So I could see him be like, hey, I don't want to get cut up. Let me, like, I'm, I'm not doubting that he tried to work through it. He was just trying to work around the surgery. Yeah. Now, looking back he, at it, hindsight's 2020, he should have definitely got the surgery. And I'm sure he'd say that because he just got the surgery today. But I don't think that he wanted the surgery in the first part. So it was like, let me try to gut through this because I'm, I'm a baller. I want to play. Like I care about playing, but at the same time, the surgery. I I mean it's. Yeah, we're. I mean it puts us in a tough position now. I mean I remember when we first signed Deshaun, I was really pumped up, and I remember Jair was like not as pumped, and I was like, why are you not pumped? And he said because of his injuries. Like he never yeah, I mean this season. is the first time he's ever missing more than thirteen games though. Yeah, like this that, is this that, is that, this really is like big. this is a big. To like, think our two deep threats the last two years have played essentially two games is just <laughs> with Mike awful, Wallace dude. and Deshaun. That's freaking awful. Um, like and, that. That's and, the and other Carson's, thing. Carson's exactly. I guess you could say his prime years. Um, I I wouldn't say I've, I'm hoping that his prime years come after next year and go like five yeah. seven years. But like definitely like it's it's kind of comical because you can't really judge Carson yet. Like you're literally like not giving him anything to work with. It's literally like the equivalent of um, I don't I don't even have a situation where this is even applicable because we see Alshon Jeffrey. He's definitely past his prime and past his his like being a top. I'd even say like thirty-two receiver. Oh yeah, no but doubt. I think top. I, he's I, not even top forty. I'd say right yeah. now the the way he like he's played this season. I mean, you look at our receiving core as a whole. You have like you said, Alshon, who's not at the level that he's. He, we we remember him at even just two years ago. You got Nelson Aguilar, who's just way too inconsistent, and then Dumb and Dumber with our rookie, our Sega, our Th- our Sega White side, yeah, it's not our and uh, Mac. So I mean, it is it is bad, and it sounds like we might bring back 
our good old um, side piece, J Matt. <laughs> he really is the side piece. Call him He's back. The booty he'll, call. He'll, he is. He'll, he he'll call him back the... and he'll he'll be here. I was looking um, at his his jersey in my closet the other day, and I'm like, why do I have this in here? But this is exactly why I have it in there still. That's crazy. It's because I'm gonna be able to dust it off come week. And honestly, he'll jump in and be arguably the second best receiver on the team. And he's a guy that knows the playbook, knows Carson, had a huge, huge catch in the Saints playoff game last year. We might as well just sign him a five-year deal. (laughs) I don't know why we're playing any games with the Bull. Because it's like, literally, every year he's coming in and he's he's fixing this wide receiving court. Even though he's, like I've said before, he's not the greatest of talents. No. But he's a hard worker. Holt. He'll do what he has to do. Like you already said, he's got great chemistry with Carson. Yeah. Knows the offense, knows what to expect, which is obviously a big deal, especially with our, our young rookie who can't seem to find his way on the field, which is just crazy. Like I was even thinking, remember the preseason game he had? Like I remember being super Against excited the Ravens. about him. I think you were there. Was that yeah, the game you were at? Yeah, he balled out. He like, was I literally was like, yo, this dude's a, a player. Monster. Like This is going to be insane. Um, one other thing I wanted to say, well, not, and this is just a side note about Jordan Matthews, was um, I'm just thinking about all the videos like, like that he's putting out with the Kanye music, uh, him grinding on set. That was that was some of the like that was some of the best videos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but he didn't really like oh, have no, a great season the next he year. He didn't produce, but like those videos were like, bro. Yeah. Like this is amazing. Like Jordan Matthews, that bull. He retweeted us on when we were in Miami Oh, he was. I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there. Okay. But yeah, he retweeted you guys, and it's like. Yeah, but the the Eagles receivers right now averaging the lowest uh, amount of yards in the league at 103, about 103 yards per game as a core receiving core, not just a couple guys. uh, Everybody. Um, which is it's that's not 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 something to be (laughs) proud of. Stupid. Like that's literally terrible. You would think that their quarterback was like Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Not, not Carson Wentz, who I'm pretty sure is averaging around like 255. Yeah, so that means obviously. 155 is going yeah. tight ends and wide receivers. I tight mean ends running, and running backs. backs. And yeah, my, I mean, really tight ends and Miles Sanders. Yeah. Because Howard's not catching a lot of balls. Howard Sproles isn't even out there. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I'm not really complaining about that. But I mean. And I yeah, I think at this point too, like. Even myself, like we've been hard on Peterson this year, but um, I think he's done a pretty good job, and we haven't really talked any bit about the actual game. Yeah, Sunday, I was just, I was actually just which, thinking that too, because um, my dad didn't get to catch like any of it. Oh uh, no. Yeah, because he was down in South Carolina. I mean, that's why I always give people the travel weeks when we do our first show. Like, oh, like this is a good week to travel. That's a good uh, week to yeah. travel. But like, some people don't listen. Yeah, yeah. But I thought Doug did a really good job on Sunday, specifically, obviously that last drive. Uh, obviously, the hiccups in the red zone. I think part of that was on him. But overall, for him to piece together what he has with this with this offense, um, I'm 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 impressed with what he's done because it, it's got to be hard. When you look, you just look around and see what. Our <laughs> you look across is. the and line, and you see Matt Collins lined up on the outside. Like, what do you expect? Who's yeah, literally, like nobody, nobody. And all, all he, what did he did? Something stupid. It was a penalty. He ran into he, the kicker. Uh, was that it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. He ran into the kicker last week, and then against the Bears, he had a bad uh, hold. Yeah, but I mean, what this team. As of right now, how it's constructed is we're going to need the ground and pound. Our offensive line was great on Sunday. I think Carson got sacked a couple times. Uh, but, again, I think we, that, that we do need to. That was more holding the ball. Those were, like, yes, cover sacks. Yes, he, he holds onto the ball for a while. And, yeah, nobody's open downfield. But, again, I think we need to roll Carson out. I'll say that every week. Um, you say it every time watching the game, too. Yeah, well, we had a nice design rollout. Got a couple yards off of it, but like even little stuff like that, I'd love to see them add more. Yeah. I think it's necessary with the, the one, lack of um, separation with the, our receivers. The one thing is, I understand why we don't roll out as much, just because like I was telling you, you leave Carson more susceptible again hit below the knees because you can hit quarterbacks below the knees if they're rolled out. Also, the fact that Carson can actually read a whole field. Is the fact why you don't want to roll him out? Is just because he can do so much more than than just running to the one side. Yeah. Uh, 
And Good. also, if you don't remember, in the offseason, Carson said himself, he doesn't want to run that Nick Foles offense. He said it. So he But why you don't need to read a whole field when half the field is non existent when you Oh have yeah, no, and, I understand why we want him to roll out, but like it, you gotta think about the the mind of the quarterback and also the mind of keeping them safe. Because theoretically, when you roll out and you're not having people create any space, it's read one, read two, I got to run. And so then he's taking extra hits that you don't really want him to take. Yeah, you don't want him to take the hits, but at the same time, you want you want him to be at his highest level. And you look back, just like we can pull up, we can, we can watch highlights tonight, Paul, me and you. We can watch 2017. Carson Wentz highlights, and I just can't. see like, first off, he was, in my opinion, more mobile. But this dude was making play after play every week, and I always think back to the, the Seattle play on Sunday night, which is like the greatest play in my mind, where he's getting getting oh, hit yeah. and throwing it as he's falling to but the ground, forty the yards, and before the yeah. back injury. So yeah. it's like we're two injuries after that. I, so I get gotta, that. You gotta protect your asset as much as you can. I get it. And this we know is... Carson's a baller, and he will put his body on the line when he has to. But I really think that you need to, you want to limit it as much as possible. Also, the amount of times that he checks down into the run because they're making, like they're like putting, you know, the D backs out, and there's it's a light box, like seven in the box. I mean, maybe those are like those could be plays where it's like, all right, we're gonna do, you know, the rollout as well. Yeah. Like those are most likely play action calls and he's checking into a run anyway. Yeah. So it's like I understand that you're frustrated with the fact that Doug Peterson isn't running the ball. I mean not running the ball, moving Carson out, but at the same time, like it it's just it's just a rough situation. Yeah. That, that's all I would is. like to see it a little more. I understand why Doug isn't necessarily gonna call plays. But at some point with Carson, especially like you got like we like we said, you gotta have the clock in your head. You gotta get out of the pocket. But let's let's actually dive into the game a little bit. Uh, what was any, any your takeaways from Sunday's win over the Bills, twenty-two uh, or the Bills, the Bears, twenty-two, fourteen? Uh, the bees. Um, Dillard held mm. his own. Didn't really hear anything about Mac. Like I was saying, you kind of just run the ball. Like like you already said earlier too. Was we dominated? We ran the ball, ground and pound. Um, that's that's what you have to do against these teams that like to get after the quarterback too, just in general. Because even like you look at Aaron Donald, like I said in the preseason show, he doesn't really stop the run. The Rams are so bad at run, like going against the run. They're just care- worried about getting sacks. So I really like that we. Ran it up all yeah, over there. Dillard, Dillard was. I mean, you really didn't hear Mac besides the fact on Halloween he hired a security guard to tell the kids he wasn't giving out candy. That's I the only thing I heard about, about that. that. Yeah, scumbag. Um, what the heck? How do you have all those millions and not right? give out candy? Crazy. That's really messed up, actually. Did you see Freddie Freeman? Uh, yeah, took that a was pick? cool. That was cool. I don't like. I don't like Freddie Freeman. Yeah. I don't like the Braves, but that was a cool act of kindness. Um, he saw another kid that dressed up as him just for those that didn't yeah, see Yeah, that it. was a good call. Like, he saw someone wearing his own jersey, and he said, yeah. like, oh, I got to get a picture of this ball. Um, but uh, I like the way that we played in both trenches, defensively, mm-hmm. offensively. Uh, one thing that scares me is the fact that we got beat on coverage twice, and Trubisky connected two times on it as well. I'm sure that we got beat more than twice. But the fact that they could connect for those 40-plus yard, 40 yard plays, um, that's a little bit scary. Twice? Yeah, the one was uh, one. Taylor Gabriel, and I'm pretty sure the other one was on the left side, Allen Robinson. Okay. I think it was like his only catch. But I, I remember the one where Taylor Gabriel caught it all the way down the field. Yeah. And then I want to say the other one was Allen Robinson. I know. I don't think it was Robinson. I know that we got beat twice. But like, I know that for a fact. Um, yeah, I mean the thing I would say about the defense is we're getting healthier. We're gain. You're gaining confidence. I mean, you're not playing um, superb offenses. You're not playing, playing bottom bottom offenses. Yeah, you're playing quarterbacks that ha- don't really put much fear into you. At their Josh Allen and Trubisky. Um, 
obviously it'll be a good test for the birds going up against New England in a couple weeks, which, yeah, I'll wait to get into that game. But uh, I was excited to see the defense getting healthier, making plays. Fletcher Cox has looked better, Brandon Graham. Um, it's good to have Darby back for sure. And uh, the one thing, like, Jordan Howard, man, like, this dude is a dog. Like, he just, he falls forward and gains yards to, I mean, I know our line is great too, but Howard, when he gets the ball, he's been so good this year. And I feel like we haven't really, like, given him enough credit, um, just like Philadelphia as a whole. Like, we've kind of almost taken it for granted. But every time the dude touches the ball, positive things happen. Like, he's just... North South, he's gonna pound you, and he's he's gonna fall forward and gain three yards every time he touches the ball. He's um, been he's been fun to watch. I just remembered that Allen Robinson one got broke up because it was a bad ball from Trubisky. It was the mm. one with that Jalen Mills kind of bounced out at the end of it. Yeah, 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 but he was totally beat. It was just a bad ball by Trubisky. And but the thing that you're saying about Jordan Matthews and not Jordan Matthews, not yet. Um, Jordan Howard's just uh, it, it's so true. I mean, literally, like, he's getting like, – like we talked about in the pregame was the fact that he still hasn't had a, a carry over 20 yards. Like, he's literally getting – just grinding out yards, like, literally, like, eight yards a pop, four yards a pop, and just, like, moving those piles forward. Like, one of those runs in the beginning of the game where he thought the play was about to be blown dead, but he's still turning his legs and falling forward. Yep. Also, the one thing that they're saying about him as well is, like, He's like the offensive line, like loves him. Really? And, yeah, just because like he's like a quiet dude, but he's they're like yeah, he's definitely fired up to like play yeah. against the Bears, a team that you know only values you at, at a six pick. So I yeah. mean it, it, that, I mean I know how he's catching a lot of flack, but that that was a good move. Dude. That was a great move. You get a player like that, whether we do resign him or we get a comp pick. I mean I would I would hope that we'd resign him just because. We're seeing what Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard are doing together, mm. and it—I mean, it's—it's it's been pretty good. Uh, obviously, you know, you can do the thing where you get rid of Sproles finally, and then you have Boston Scott returning punts, and in there as well, occasionally, like the spell. Um, and, and also, we do have Corey Clement on IR. I, I don't expect him back this year, but I really don't—I don't know. Yeah, I just Miles Sanders can't keep on returning kicks. No, no, that, no that's no. literally one thing that's been thrown underneath the rug. That's huge. Yeah, like, he literally can't. He's made some boneheaded moves at least three, four times this year returning kicks, and I, I'm, I'm done with. It. Yeah, I agree. He's. I mean, those fifteen yards are are big. You don't want to start at the ten when you can be starting at the twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. Or I don't like. It's just it literally looks like. It's his, obviously he's a rookie, but it literally looks like it's his first time fielding those catches. Like I'd honestly rather have the the Riley Riley Cooper taking them out of the end zone like he did against the Saints one time when he hit them that. Uh, oh, yeah. I feel like I brought this up before because like I never not think about it whenever like someone's like down a lot. It was because it was the Chip Kelly Eagles down a lot to the Saints and Riley Cooper was tied in the end zone. And then they threw it back to him. But yeah, I forgot plays. about that. The whole thing. It's one of my favorite plays to ever get called back. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think that moving forward, it, it would be really nice to have Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders going together. And like I said already, like Andre Dillard's looking good at left tackle. Un- well, I guess it's not unfortunate, but Doug Peterson said on Monday that it's Jason, Pe- Jason Peters' job. So yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, so if he's ready to go against the Patriots, he will be back yeah. in the starting spot, which is fine in, in a sense. But I mean, I do like want to have Andre Diller rolling in, and also Dan and I both know that Jason Peters won't be there by the end of the year, just because that's the way he might not even be there by the end of the game, just the way that his um, career has been going these last yeah. three years. Real quick, this is really, I mean. You guys can look this up, but I heard them talking about this the other day. But like this bull really did hide from getting hit by Howard because he was running so hard. Who? Watch the. Uh, I think it's Eddie Jackson, maybe. But like, he kind of hides behind. Like he could have stepped in the hole. They were talking about it on the radio the other day. What uh, station? Uh, I think it was ninety-four-one. Interesting. 
Because I feel like that would be a... Uh, <laughs> Jordan Howard, he's, yeah, he's just been yeah, fun mean, to he watch. Hits the, he hits the hole hard, and he's the classic north-south runner. And that's the thing about Miles Sanders. He's the classic east-west runner where he's trying to always bounce it outside and find something else. Which doesn't really work as well with our offensive line because we're so used to blocking it up correctly and you know kind of just making the holes where they're supposed to be mm. so that's why howard's been looking a lot better than sanders like it's literally makes so much sense um sanders in the passing game that's a different animal he, you can see his his burst when he gets in the open field so yeah and i still don't want him returning kicks but. no 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 getting back to the game there was definitely a scare in the game uh, at some point, it was like 19-14, and the Bears had the ball. Very, very similar feels to the Panthers game or the Titans game uh, from last year. And then the Eagles had the drive. The last drive of the, the game, uh, 16 plays, 8 minutes, running the ball, big third down conversions. Uh, and that's back-to-back games now where Carson – leads the team down the field to pretty much ice the game. Yeah, I thought it was um, going to happen on the drive before. Yeah. I but they, I think they went three and out. Mm. I was like, okay, like here it comes, like nine-minute drive, but then we gave the ball back, guy right back, because the Bears need. So, like, that's not – I don't think that will work with, like, a great team. Like, Bears are obviously reeling. They're obviously not a good offensive team. But, yeah, but regardless, to have the ball at the end of the game oh, yeah, yeah. with our receivers, take care of the ball, not turn the ball over, running backs holding on to it, Carson making good decisions, converting four third downs. Um, yeah, it was it was it was great to see us ice a game that way. Um, that's that's what winning winning teams do to and, ice and a that's game. That's what Carson's been doing since his rookie year. Yeah, like the, I always think back to the Falcons game. That Falcons team that was undefeated, the Falcons team that went to the Super Bowl, obviously they lost when they were up 28-3, to but still they were rolling when they came into the link. And Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz slowed it down, got first downs, took up all the play clock, one time of possession, like I think it was like 41 to like – uh, maybe it wasn't 41, but it was definitely – No, I think it was 40-something. No, it was 40-something, yeah. so then 41-19 – or something in that area. And then you also, like I mentioned before, like some people were saying Frank Reich's the guy. But, like, you watch Frank Reich and the Colts do it to the Chiefs as well. Like, that's that's the way to beat these teams when your offense is missing the, some of their top weapons and, and your receiving court isn't that great. Like, I mean, you just got to ground and pound. And also kind of switching it up, you look at the Ravens beat up on the Patriots. They won with the ground pound method. So it, it kind of shows you the ways into I, – I mean, it just makes sense. If you hold the ball, for the most part, you should win the game. I'm pretty sure that boosts your percentages up. If you have 40 minutes, then yeah. your win percentage is up to at least like 25% off of that. So like the opposite of uh, Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Complete opposite off of Chip Kelly. Yeah. What, uh, what are you watching? That play – we had a big third down conversion to Goddard, and it reminded me of uh, the Eagles-Bears wild card game where we threw a fake screen. It's not the same exact one, but it was similar where Goddard caught the ball right out the middle and a huge play in that game, which is a huge play for us this past Sunday. But, um, yeah, like you said, getting around the league, Ravens-Patriots, Ravens ran the ball really well. Lane Johnson has already put out some bullets and board material for New England. What did he say? He just that? tweeted, like, after that game, the, we're going to have some fun at the link in two weeks. And everyone, when he would talk about, we, we'd rather win a Super Bowl and have fun than win at multiple Super Bowls and not have fun. Yeah. So, not, I, not, <laughs> not something I would necessarily <laughs> promote, but uh, I'm sure Belichick's got that going already. And uh, Foxborough cooking up after a loss. Uh, ideally, I, I really want New England to come into the link undefeated and us be the first team to knock them off. Um, but we hopefully can take care of our business against them. But elsewhere around the league, Packers get dominated by the Chargers. Didn't show up. Um, Rogers sent a message to the team after saying we got to go about preparing differently, um, which a lot of people are speculating 
they were partying in LA. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You're yeah. feeling yourself. You're six and uh, seven and one, and I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's a young team, uh, besides Rodgers and a, and a couple of linemen for the most part. So it's like what the Rockets did when they were playing the Heat. Exactly, exactly the Miami flu. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Texans early game in London uh, handled the Jags in looks like Minshew's last start as Nick Foles will come back after their bye week. Um, yeah, they already announced that Foles is going to be okay. the starter. Yeah, that's um, good. I'm glad. Yeah, he said it the other day. And, I mean, like I, I've been saying, I haven't been tweeting anymore about the games that I've been watching just because I you only can watch so many games of the Dolphins and the Bengals without, like, wanting to gouge your eyes out pretty much just because they're not really trying to win. Also, the Jets at this point, too. Like, that's just a dumpster fire. But um, Minshew Dolphins. wasn't – Oh, yeah, Giants. Wonderful. That was that was bad too, yeah. but um, Minshew Magic, I I mean it hasn't really been there for that long. That's why I I tweeted out the other day about Peter King saying, oh Minshew might even hold off Nick Foles because he's got so much magic, and it's just like obviously dude like you don't watch the yeah. games because Minshew hasn't really looked that good, besides a couple drives that they throw up on Sports Center on NFL for highlight packages. That that's all it's been. He's been he's very accurate, and I think that he has a chance of being a good quarterback. But you're not taking him over the dude that you just spent millions of dollars to yeah. to put your team. And, and we saw it firsthand with him turning the ball over the last four drives of the Texans Jags game. Like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, well, like you said, Dolphins they might be tough to watch, but they did win their first game this Sunday. They did beat the Jets. Um, I'm not watching that one. Chiefs game winning kick without Mahomes against Minnesota. Good for NFC, good for the Birds. Uh, always want NFC teams to lose. Um, Browns, man. The Browns continue to be a mess. Uh, that was a game I thought they would win. I know we talked about that actually on the pod uh, last week. Uh, but the Allens, dude. The, Baker, the backup, Baker, the Baker. Allens. The backup Allens yeah. can't lose, dude. They don't do any wrong. Um, but I mean, Baker just like they're saying after the game, like, I, I mean, it's true. Like he had Odell wide open on mm-hmm. that fourth down. Play yeah, he did. I was watching that. He had him wide open. And it's like, dude, you literally went out, traded for this guy. The, Odell's Beckham's like, I, obviously like I'm a little bit more passionate cause he's on my fantasy teams. Like yeah, I'm on like three teams cause he's a freaking stud and you're not going to trust your studs. Like that's just. That's not smart. He's obvi- he's probably seeing ghosts. He definitely seeing yeah, ghosts. He's, he's just not caught on camera saying it. That's all it is. Like, yeah. He's definitely seeing ghosts out there. And I mean, I'm hope. I was talking to Philly today. I was like, dude, I think Odell's gonna turn around just because like I'm talking. I'm trying to talk it into existence, just like I was trying to do the D Jackets return a couple of weeks ago. But like. Odell's a great player. We saw Eli Manning on his last legs. He would have been better off starting. staying with the Giants. I don't know about that. It's, <laughs> he could have been worse. The Giants have. Oh yeah, he couldn't have been worse. Have some I weapons there. I don't think he would have been. He would have been getting looks. It would have helped out Daniel Jones a lot. I mean, Daniel Jones. Did you see his throw at the end of the first half? He's going for it all with like fifty-four seconds left. Oh uh, yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, he throws it intercepted. Terrible. There's no reason for him to throw that ball. So I don't think you. Obviously. I guess he could have hit him more on, like, the slants and stuff because Daniel James does throw a good slant ball. Yeah, I mean, but, he's, he's but a rookie so did, quarterback. So he's did gonna... Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, as a rookie, was very accurate yeah. and was making all the throws, but this year he's not. So it's ugly. So any, any rookie quarterback that you're watching, just be ready for them to have a different second year. That's, that's like, the big key that you can take out of this Baker experience. That, that's all I can say because – you put better weapons around them. So, I mean, that that's all yeah, suck, about that. Sucks to be a Browns fan, that's for sure. All the preseason hype, man, you're 2-6. and six, So, sucks to suck if you're in Cleveland. But, they can turn it around, though. It's, yeah, it's, it's an uphill battle. Turn it around in what sense? To go 8-8? Eight and eight? No, uh, I mean, they have Kareem Hunt coming back, which is another weapon. Bruh. 
I don't even know what their schedule is, but they're not going to turn around, like, turn around for maybe some, like, a moral victory, sure. Well, no, that AFC playoff picture is pretty weak, honestly. Yeah, I mean, but and still, to turn it around, you'd still, eight wins, that's not going to get you in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I'm not saying eight wins, I'm saying nine or even ten wins. So you'd say they'd run the table? I I mean Bills okay that's no. that's if you with the quarterback run. like Baker that dude Listen, he's got, not gonna rally a team they got Cardinals Bengals two wins Dolphins wins Steelers Steelers are a very weird team and yeah they are wins. they are they got weird Steelers team. twice and then the Bills and the Ravens no I'm telling <laughs> they you, lose three of those four right there you think lose three of the four the Bills Steelers twice Ravens and I think they win yeah. five five more games than the year at least. Uh, obviously, that's not running the table, running the table. But I don't think you can just count a team out. Obviously, <laughs> they're two I've and been, six. I've been hype on the on the on the Browns for the last two years, so I I'm still believing in their in their I can't. talent. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. Just I mean, you're bringing back better players. I think that something would click hopefully by this this late. Yeah, you but you Baker thought it would have clicked shaving, against Denver. His beard three times in a game, like. I thought I was tripping when I saw him. I saw him in the game with the Fu Manchu. I saw him at the press conference with a regular mustache. And apparently before the game, he had a regular beard. Like, he literally was shaving his his beard in the locker room. No, I don't know that. that. Many times. Yeah, it's, it's literally the most ridiculous. You look at him on the bench and when everyone's say, like saying, oh, Odell and Baker aren't sitting together. He has a Fu Manchu mustache. And then at the press conference, he has a regular mustache, and apparently before the game he had a whole beard. And it's no shave November. Now, wonder you know why he lost? He didn't pay like he's not paying homage to no shave November. He shaved three times in the middle of the game in November. It's it's all he's game. got a lot of issues. Yeah, he, he's got a lot going on. But yeah, I, I mean that's your that's your fancy quarterback. So no, it's Drew Brees. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. My team sucks anyway. Yeah, but, I'm uh, going against you this week, so I gotta, I gotta get a dub. Yeah, you will. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it around the league. Anything else you wanted to um, to bring up? Well, out? I want to bring up the Sixers, and then I want to quick talk about Week Ten, just because this is our bye week blowout. So. Yeah, Sixers five and one lose their first one last night. Had a magical game Saturday night. Shout out to Furkan Korkmaz, who's getting a lot of minutes. Um, still, uh, he had a rough start, but he's actually been somewhat of a contributor to my surprise. Um, and he's a guy that can shoot, so they need guys that can shoot the ball right now. Um, Ben Simmons still is not shooting the ball at all. I saw a shot chart, was looking at a shot chart of his today, and it is, it's, it is what you would expect. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I want the guy to shoot. He does so much so well, but like, all the off-season edited videos we've seen, everything of him shooting, and it's still not happening in a game. Even today, I'm seeing videos of him shooting corner threes and hitting threes. I'm like, dude, just let me see it in a game. Yeah. Like, And last night was a night where they sagged off and Ben Simmons didn't have a good night, and um, it, it hurt us. We lost, especially when you don't have Embiid. Al Horford was a monster last night. I don't know if you watched any of the game. I watched the but, first um, Horford was a dog, an Embiid-type game. He had, like, 30-plus, hitting threes, getting uh, put-back dunks, slamming them, making plays. He was, was fun to watch. But outside of Horford and uh, Tobias last night, we didn't have much offense. We needed Josh Richardson to step up. He wasn't hitting shots. Uh, and like I said, Ben struggled last night, especially even finishing around the rim. But Devin Booker continues to own the Sixers. And man, that dude, that dude can ball. Devin Booker, he can flat out ball. But five and one, still, uh, still at top the NBA, and um, getting JoJo back, so that'll be good as we finish off our road trip. We have, um, we have Denver Friday. I want to say we have Utah tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I believe. But what are your thoughts on the five and one Sixers so far? Uh, like you said. Um, Furcon, Magic Hands, Corkmaz. I mean, that that was just amazing. I mean, you could end the season right now. Yeah. Like, that, like that's just that's shout out to uh, Brett Brown too for him to draw that playoff. That's a lot of confidence in a guy coming off the bench. He's pretty cold to draw a playoff for Corkmaz. 
which I know we, we kill Brett Brown after every loss. You guys. Yeah, we got so. um, Utah tomorrow night at 9, Nuggets at 9 on uh, on Saturday as well. Nice. Friday, Friday, not Saturday. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just – it's not even a quarter of the, of the season's over yet. So, I mean, it's just – such a small sample size. Will Ben S- Simmons take a shot? Yeah. Before you didn't even let me finish my no. question. <laughs> Will Ben Simmons take a shot before the uh, take a three point three point attempt before um, All Star break? Yeah, definitely. No, no. I think he'd take it before the end of this season of uh, calendar year. Okay. That yeah, I, I can see it coming. You know, this month, next month. I'm not really like I'm just not concerned. Like. It's just the fact that we have such long guys, and I mean it's basketball. There's 82 games, like there's just so much, so much time, like so much game, so many games to be played. Yeah, it's. I heard it is interesting. I heard someone say like we've if this was any other team in the city, the whole Simmons thing, and it's hard to to relate to another sport, uh, but like we wouldn't accept it as easy as we do, and it's the whole process phenomenon. Of how we wait and we trust the process and the Sixers Colt or the process Colt, you could say. I don't know if that's that's really true because but he's, it, he's an he was an All Star last year. You're talking about yeah, All-Star he's player. doing he's gonna be an All Star every year with even without a jump shot and we get that, but like it's the fact that like we know how much better he could be with just a 15 foot jump shot and like he even has said like he doesn't need a jump shot. But, like, we know he's put the work in. Yeah. At least we think we, he's put the work in. He's, it looks like he's put the work in in the summer, but then you don't see it translate in a game. Like, not even an attempt. It's frustrating. Yeah, no, it's definitely frustrating, especially but, a game where he only scores six points and you, you need him to produce. Yeah, but with all that being said, like, there's there's still going to be a team that wins a lot, of, a lot of games. I'm thinking more down the line of when you're in a playoff series and yeah. teams are playing you every night in a seven-game yeah. series, what what are you going to be able to do to adjust and adapt to their game plan against you um, when they're building up the wall? So I know my one, my bad. But, yeah, it's five and one. Sixers, they'll be good. Um, good, good to have JoJo back. Hopefully he doesn't um, get in any more altercations because <laughs> um, uh, we need him on the court. Yeah, uh, and then just to keep it going because we are running at 40 minutes now, um, I wanted to talk about week 10 real quick since, like I already mentioned, bye week blowout. <laughs> Dan's going to be going away on a little vacation. I'm going to just be chilling at my house. Um, but so, like, basically the only games I'm really looking forward to this week are the primetime games, honestly, in all honesty. Because you got the Chargers versus the Raiders at Thursday night, which is surprisingly good because the Chargers, like we already talked about, upset the Packers. Raiders are a very surprising team so far this year. Dan and I were both dumping on them before the season started. Um, and then you got uh, the obviously the Cowboys versus the Vikings. Oh, that's hype. I didn't know that was Sunday night. Yeah, it's the Sunday night game. And then the Monday night game is Seahawks versus 49. Wow. So those are good. Also, you have, like, the Packers versus the Panthers. Packers are home, coming off a terrible loss. I uh, Like, I like on paper, like, oh, like, you know, you got a, a two-couple teams, the uh, five and three going against the seven and two. Like, oh, that's going to be a good game. I think the Packers blow them out just from being embarrassed. And then you have another suck bowl in New Jersey between the Giants and the Jets. So, like, that's not really fun. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, you got the Ravens going against the Bengals. Obviously, like, this is a, a quote-unquote trap game. Yeah, I was just going to say. But if they lost to the Bengals, like, I wouldn't know what football was. Well, me, yeah, but Bengals you never do. have the long week. Oh, looking at all the tape. Oh, we got to make Lamar Jackson do this. Oh, if Lamar Jackson touches his towel, he's throwing the ball. So, I mean, obviously, football gets wild. Um, I love it. Also, the Titans. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans upset of the Chiefs. Is Mahomes going to be back? Um, they're saying yeah, like most likely. Especially after he was running after the Bucker field goal. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you would think he'd be back, but like the Titans' defense does show up, except for last. Like last week was their worst game against the Panthers. So, like maybe they get embarrassed. You know, Titans, you know, man. Like, Rabel just yelling at them the whole entire time. 
like this whole entire week, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You guys suck. The Titans are just the weirdest team. They're exactly what their record is. Like they're four and five. They'll probably finish eight and eight. Like, yeah, it's just a very strange team. Definitely, but like I said, there's not really like that many games, which is nice. I I can play some Call of Duty, put on Red Zone, mm. chill out. Mm. So that that's kind of what my uh, vibe is as of now. You never know if I might end up at a pumpkin patch at any given Sunday. The Eagles aren't playing. Oh, yeah. Glad you <laughs> clarified that. Um, but uh, is there anything you had to say about Week 10? Uh, no, I mean, I won't be able to watch a lot of these games. I am excited to find out that the Cowboys play Sunday night and hopefully get to see Minnesota uh, hand them an L to tie them with us at 5-4. Um, but, no, nah, nothing really. I really hope the Rams handle the Steelers. Because uh, that's my game. <laughs> and I'm you always talk about going against the NFC. No, you actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that was like very like uh, hypocritical from what you were saying earlier. Yeah, technically, I want them to win, but at the same time, we want them to lose. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I was hearing someone talk about the wild card today, and I was like, it's not real. Like, obviously, with the Vikings losing last week to the Chiefs, like you mentioned, that's big for the wild card picture. But I don't I, – I mean, yeah, I want to get in the playoffs. But, like, I really think that we, we're going to have to win, you know, the division for that. Um, yeah, I, mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, we'll see because we also do have a chance to take the Seahawks down a little bit. And, I mean, like, the Seahawks defense uh, – we'll get into it when, yeah. we, when we talk. I don't want to give too much about my preview. But I do have the get-to-know-us. Um, this week that I was thinking about last week mm-hmm. and it is what would well I don't I'll, I'll pre- pre- preface this uh, question I'm watching the show uh, living with yourself it's the Paul Rudd it's the reason why Paul Rudd was on hot ones where the you know the gif slash not not gif but the video everyone's been clip tweeting Every single day, you can't go a day without seeing at least three people clip mm. tweet. Oh, look at us! This is why we're here. Like, or like, what? What is it? Because you watch it every time. I've only watched look it at once. Us. Like, who would have thought? Yeah, like who would have thought? Yeah. But um, that's from his show, uh, "Living with Yourself," where I won't. Well, I guess the question gives it away. But my question is, what would you like? What would be the first thing you do if you had a a clone of yourself. Like you're living with a clone of yourself. <laughs> oh, is that what the show's about? That's what happens, yeah. What would be the first thing I would do if I had a clone of myself? Yeah. Probably, I'd, I'd probably sleep a lot. You know? Yeah, like, no, it makes sense. Have, have the clone go do whatever I gotta do. Yeah, exactly. So have to work. Um, yeah, because like right now I've just been really tired lately. <laughs> No, it so makes that's it. That's the first like, thing that comes to my mind, honestly. Um, but I'm sure I could get even more creative than that. But what what would you do? Well, spoiler, real quick. Um, the so the, I don't know if everyone pays attention to like national sports news, but Tom Brady was getting grilled about his appearance in the in the show because he comes out of a massage parlor where it's really a cloning like a cloning station, and uh, Paul Rudd's character asks him, "Oh, how many times have you been?" Tom Brady says six. So basically, the clone is a better form of yourself. And like the joke is like that he went for the six Super Bowls that he's won. But everyone was saying since he's coming out of a massage parlor, he's making fun of his owner Bob Kraft after the whole fiasco that came down. Uh, no pun intended. In December last year. But, um, I, like you said, I, I get more sleep, send the bowl to work. I probably play a lot more COD. I definitely watch every single game, even coaches film if I had all that time on my hands. Um, cause the way I look at it, like you can't let people know you have a clone. So you kind of got to lay low during the, the hours that your clone is out and about. Probably go to Starbucks a couple more times. Uh, definitely get more sleep, but. Yeah, I, I think the answer is really just sleep, honestly, and have your clone do monotonous things for you. Do people hire clones? What do you mean? 
I don't know. It says the pros and cons of hiring a clone of yourself. <laughs> and like then there was a John that said, um, that said, uh, like how much it costs to clone yourself. No way, dude. Human cloning. How much? Uh, at least fifty thousand. That's fun. That's how much is in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Then there's a whole like official. I didn't look into this. I I might not sleep just because I'm looking at all this stuff tonight. Dang, that's a lot. But um, yeah, that was my get to know. I think we should hit the people with another one just because we're not making another uh, podcast this week. Uh, The other get to know us would be uh, what what would you most likely do? No, what would you like to do with your bye week the most? What would I like to do with my bye week the most? Yeah. Like what I'm doing? Yeah, I mean like what or like what's like a perfect bye week to you? A perfect bye week? Not a perfect bye week. A perfect like, bye week for me this weekend will be a Cowboys loss. And a Giants loss. Yeah, I understand. For and sure. Um and some quality time in New Hampshire because <laughs> that's where I'll be this weekend. But yeah, I've I I mean, yeah, I, I don't like bye weeks, honestly, if I'm being honest. Like, it's weird. I always dread the bye week. Huh. So, that's a perfect bye week would be no bye week. That's interesting. Cause I look for for me as a fan, obviously, it's good for the birds and the, get some rest, get I, healthy. I guess I just look at the bye week with such bright eyes. You know, just I'm like, oh, like, it's nice. Like, nothing to, like, really, like, have weighing on myself. Like, oh, I got to do this. It's just like a chill time, but like you said, like I do want to watch the Eagles play, so like that is a little bit rough. Like I was telling Meg, Meg was making plans on su- on a Sunday, and I was like, "Yo, bro, like you're not making any plans this week. <laughs> like you can't make plans on this Sunday that I don't have anything to do. That really, like, like the Eagles aren't playing. Like you can't make plans. I, I was just not letting her have it. Also, shout out to her. Um, for uh, tightening up my Cleaning room. your room. Yeah, no. She's the real MVP. Yeah, she really is. I, I was watching the Eagles. She was watching my room. So, that was really clutch. Um, it's just going to be a up. It's not an uphill battle, but I just got to keep it nice. So, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't even go in there anymore just because it's so nice right now. But Well, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. yeah I'll show you my room, <laughs> That's about it for. It's <laughs> about that time that I got to show Dan my room. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, have a great bye week. Enjoy yourselves. Let us know uh, what you would do with your clone. How you feel about the Eagles? How you feel about the Sixers? Just let us know about anything you you really feel deep down in your heart, honestly. But uh, go birds. Go birds. Fly Eagles fly. Enjoy the bye week. Definitely enjoy the bye week.